Hi, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Christians and Truth, Because It Matters. The things Jesus did were not always popular. Moving into the last verses of John chapter 14, we have seen that. Neither are all of the things he said, maybe especially this one thing. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It is true. People get hostile over this statement of Jesus. I've felt it in various ways, personally. But here's the thing. If what Jesus said was the truth, then we absolutely cannot back down, cannot dumb it down, or make it more user-friendly for the 21st century. Which begs the question, what is truth? And can we know it? You see, it is so easy to be lulled into extraneous points of views and ways of thinking from being heavily influenced by materialism or worn down by the constant media barrage against Christian truths to being made to feel ignorant because you actually believe the Bible to being sucked into thinking it is true when some agnostic college professor in Boston says that science refutes scripture when in fact, science supports the truths of God's word, from intelligent design to human biology and so much more. Here are the things we must know and understand as the basics of the historical, biblical Christian faith. The standard upon which these truths are based is the Bible. First, God is an eternal being. In the beginning, God. God always was. He was not created. God had no beginning and he has no end. Revelation 4.11, Genesis 1.1, and Revelation 22.13. Number two, the Godhead is triune. That is to say, it's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. You will not find the word Trinity in the Bible. However, it is a description of both a biblical and a present reality. Each of the three functions in different ways at different times. Aware of the plan of God the Father and the vastness of time, space, and history. Aware of the redeeming personal work of God, the Son, both in his ministry and earth and in heaven. And the comforting, quickening, wooing, convicting, inspiring, sweet Holy Spirit who helps us in our weakness. John 1, verses 1 through 3. Colossians 1, Genesis 1, verse 2, and Romans 8, verses 26 and 27. The third truth is God is the creator. Genesis 1, 1 through Genesis 2, verse 3. God created the heavens and the earth. He created man in his image. The fourth truth of Christ, the Christian faith is that sin changed everything. Mankind was separated from God by sin. In Genesis chapter 3, we see the first rebellion against God, choosing our way over his way. Pride self-absorption. But I don't sin. 
folks say to me because they think the definition of sin is restricted to the big things, you know, murder, rape, stealing, etc. Because God loved us, the crown of his creation, he gave us free will. Free will to choose to love him, to choose evil, rebellion, or good, obedience. Paul wrote in Romans 5 verse 12, One man, Adam, one woman, Eve, given everything to enjoy in the Garden of Eden, with the exception of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, of that they were forbidden. From the beginning, though, God required obedience of his children. Because truth matters, here's the fifth essential truth of the Christian faith. Grace was God's way of redemption through Jesus Christ and the cross. We were separated, but pursued by our loving God who provided a way of escape for punishment for our sin. Ephesians 2, verse 8. It's called salvation. Number six, Jesus Christ did what he said he would do. He rose from the grave. All of Christianity hangs on the resurrection. Check the historians of the day, not just the writers of scripture. The resurrection was a recognized miraculous occurrence. We serve a risen Savior. Check out 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3 and 4. Number 7 out of 10. Jesus Christ ascended into heaven to return to the right hand of the Father. You can check it out in Acts chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. After the resurrection, he had stayed with the disciples and his friends for 40 more days. And then he went back to the Father ascending off the Mount of Olives. And number eight, Christ will come again. This is a truth that we look forward to. He will come in the same way that he left in the clouds. Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 that he will come from heaven with the shout of the archangel. Oh, what a day that will be when he will come and collect us. The ninth essential in truth for the historical, biblical Christian faith is that the Bible is the inerrant word of God. It is the very words of God. And number 10, we are called to be followers or disciples, not just fans of Jesus Christ. We're called to obey him. Jesus said at the end of Matthew chapter 28, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. There it is, the Trinity. And teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Disciples, sold out followers, of Jesus. There was more to these 10 essentials that's included in this written briefing and the scriptural backup. But wow, what good news. Our faith is based on the truths, the absolute truth that does not change. More to come on that. But for now, we worship God, our Redeemer. Mm-hmm.
can 